Hey guys, you are listening to the A Square Podcast. Grab a coffee, take a seat, and let's chat. Hey guys, welcome to episode two of the A Square Podcast. Ooh, we're, we're back. Here. We're we back. are back, dude. Let's Give go. Me some nuts. Come on now. Man, it's been fun. How's your week? How's how's life? Honestly, it's been pretty good because we released our episode one last week. We did. We have a huge following. Shout out to those 11 followers. I know. You guys. I know. Wow. Share, follow, you know, yeah. ask your friends. Let's follow go. us. Yeah. Um, so, yeah, that's pretty cool. What's a, Let's start this off by what's a win of the week? What was the highlight of this week for you? Honestly, uh, I know it's going to be more about the church that I got a prophetic word that I never expected I was going to get. Okay. So, which is pretty good. Yeah. I love those. First Wednesdays. Yeah. Those How are about the best you? services. How about you? Um, that's a great question. I think this week was just a win. Work was good. Mm -hmm. I got everything done. Yeah, I think for the, what, four days we've had this week, I think it's all been wins. I'm 4-0 this week, dude. That's good. But enough small talk because we have a huge, huge guest today. And I'm pretty excited. I'm excited for this guest, honestly. Yeah, he is. He's a legend. Some people call him a myth. Wow. But he is the real deal Please give a A Squared podcast welcome to Isai Miranda. Woo! Let's what's go. Up, what's up, what's up, dude? What's up? How's it going, man? Not much. Sitting yeah. here. Sitting talking here. Talking to you guys. Welcome. Wow. Thanks for... Dude, I don't know if this is a big moment in your life, but uh, you're the first guest. So. Yeah. I, mean, I know. I'm honored. Thank you for having me. Yeah. Um. So, who are you? What is... Who is Isai? Tell us, where are you from? Well, I'm originally from El Paso, Texas. Shout out El Paso. Um, 915. Yes, that's the 915. That was really impressive that you knew that. Dude, that was, come on now. Okay, from El Paso, born and raised. Born and raised in El Paso. Okay. Yeah. Nice. Um, siblings. I have an older brother that is married, two kids, um, two boys and one girl. And then I have my younger brother. Okay, so you're in the I'm the middle, middle the child, forgotten child. Wow. Uh, you're a star. <laughs> wow. That was a little depressing. Um, you're married as well. Yes. With a kid. Yes. Oh, that sweet child. I have my beautiful wife Misha. Woo! Wow. That's at home okay. taking care of the baby. Mom baby of the Emmett. year. Mom of the year. year. Yeah. That's cool. Um, so what? What do you do for a living? I don't even know, and I'm one of your good. Like I have no idea what you do. So I just started working for a company called Accrisure. So, mm-hmm. IT stuff, boring stuff. No Honestly, man, it's fun. But it's it's pretty fun to me, yeah. getting to do all those stuff, mm-hmm. configuring computers and stuff. Do you like take a computer apart and put it back together, and make it super fast? Um, not yet, but no. we're getting to that point. Okay. I, I want to get to that point. I have a computer you can work on, bro. I have one too, so um, <laughs> a lot of practice. So growing up in El Paso, middle child, what was what's it like in El Paso? I've honestly. The only time I've been to El Paso is driving through to go to Arizona. Yeah. So what is it? I ate at a Mexican restaurant. That's it. And it was really, really good. So yeah, well, it's a lot of dirt and mountains, basically. doesn't rain a lot. Beautiful. Um, you get a lot of great sky views. All right. Okay. Okay. Like, what do, you, what do you mean, though, like, growing like up what in El Paso? Is, so, like, you know how we're here in the city and it's, like, just fast-paced. Everyone's going, going, going. Oh. Is it more like... It's very more relaxed. Yeah, like when I moved here to Dallas, I realized like Dallas life is really fast life. 
Yeah. Oh, yeah. And it's like mm-hmm. the past three years that I've been here, they've gone so fast. Yeah. And in El Paso, it's like slow your roll, like calm, calm, breathe, mm-hmm. breathe. One second. Look at your time. surroundings. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? That's that's my type of environment. I do like this city, um, Oklahoma City, though. However, I know it's a big city, but it is slow. It is slow paced. You yeah. go downtown in the middle of the night or in the middle of the week. People are just walking, headphones in, they're just going to work. Mine, oh, it's so beautiful. Yeah, yeah. But when I come down to downtown, I get so stressed. <laughs> like I, I Oklahoma down, downtown or Dallas? No, downtown? sorry, Dallas downtown. Okay. I just get beyond stress. I don't, I lose all thought, and I'm like, Am I gonna hit somebody? Are they gonna hit me? There's one way streets that should be two ways because there's like four lanes of traffic. Yep, that's downtown. And I'm just like. Help me, help me, Lord. Honestly, I like it. Really? Uh, yeah, because I've I've been to Tulsa once, and I honestly I hated the life. I I can't say hated, but I didn't like it because of how slow paced it is. Because I've got used to being in Dallas and how fast life. But moves. you're also from India. That too. And so you, over yeah, there, you, it's you drive fast. very crazy. Yeah, okay. we drive yeah, crazy. We you're have not the best driver. NASCAR. If you need a driver, he is the man. He doesn't believe in brake signals, <laughs> sponsorships. We need some speed limits. <laughs> He's your guy. He only goes one way. Yeah, yep. and that's fast. That's fast. That's true. Yeah, but I honestly, I I like the Dallas life. Really? Yeah. Yeah, it's not bad. Yeah. It's groovy. I grew up here, so it's kind of like. Eh. Yeah. Um, Isai, the reason why we brought you on this podcast, there is a hidden message behind this. And we okay. want to open up the conversation because I feel like in our age group, making friends and like friendships is such an important thing to have as mm-hmm. you grow into being a full adult. You're kind of in that middle ground Outward, of your life. Yeah. yeah. yeah and yeah. so I, I think with our relationship and our friendship that we have, I think it's a good example of what strong community is. Mm-hmm. Um, but yeah. before we get into the good stuff, I want to know more about before I met you, I feel like there's obviously yeah. a whole new different story. So you grew up El Paso, moved. When did you move to Dallas and why did you move to Dallas? I moved, I think, mm, I want to say 2016 because I really don't remember the year yeah. that I moved up out here. Um, yeah, I think 2016 because mm-hmm. it's been four years. Um, I moved here for CFNI, Christ for the Nations. Andrew mentioned it last last episode. Dude, you yep. listened? Yeah. Wow. Wow. Um, wow. I'm how touched. does one in El Paso hear about CFNI? The Lord. Come wow. On. I believe um, it's easy. So I was going to a different school back home uh-huh. um, every Saturday, but it was just more confusing than ever. Mm-hmm. Uh, just different doctrines and beliefs. Mm-hmm brought into one class every Saturday so it was just more confusing than every, anything yeah and I just remember asking the Lord it's like hey I know this isn't it like there's more to what you want to teach me and two weeks later I'm hearing about CFNI wow. CFNI CFNI wow. who'd you hear it from just like Google? well first uh, uh, pastor's kid mentioned it to me mm. and then like we had a leaders conference at church and a preacher was from cfni so and then i was like okay let me ask her about cfni and then she told me and then i applied and then down here okay so fast forward you moved to dallas start cfni what was your initial was there like i know it's the same state but was there like a cultural side because you're going from like middle of nowhere to like 
city life? Was there like a big like, whoa, this is totally different from what I came, or was it like, oh, still Texas? Ah, it's more like still Texas. Yeah. Yeah. Okay, that's good. Yeah. What did you study at CFNI? I didn't finish, but I want to go back. Maybe finish. Um, I wanted to. St- I was gonna st- do um, youth, mm. but then the Lord's like, maybe not youth. Maybe we'll do something more of a pastoral kind yeah. of deal. Yeah, dude. But then I couldn't finish. So okay, so you're at CFNI. You didn't finish. How was? Did you have like? Because I know when I was in school, I right when I moved in, me and my first roommate ever, we became pretty close. And I, we just started introducing and getting, like, a friend group. But, like, how did that work for you? How did you – did you automatically, like, just find a group of people, any close friends? Or was it, like – Yeah, a, I uh, actually did. But, like, during the process, I lost all of them, Yeah, you know, wow. because I was trying to fit in everywhere. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And at the moment, I didn't realize it until now that I'm married and I have a kid. I sit back and I'm wow. like, gosh – I was trying to fit in yeah. everywhere. Wow. Um, like, nope. That is, I get that. I remember always wanting to like fit in, whether that was with the kids that quote unquote didn't go to church or yeah. the kids that did go to church. And I'm like, Ooh yeah, me too. Jesus. Woo woo. But at night I'm with the other crowd, you know what I'm So I didn't know yeah. how to balance like, okay, I had these beliefs, but I also, want to do the crate crate yeah i, I want to live it up you know what i mean yeah. and so i think it's so hard being 20 21 22 mid 20s and just finding who you really are finding your identity in something hopefully it's jesus i believe that is the ultimate identity and finding who you are in him and he thinks we're great we're powerful we're strong but how how do i word this how did you what was life like at CFNI, like spiritually and for you? Oh, dude, draining. Draining? Draining, yeah. Oh, that's interesting. Elaborate. Okay, so my, fir- my first semester, so I have, it's weird to say I'm 26, but I had a lot of dad issues, mm. you know? Yeah. And I, I, I had a lot of identity in my earthly father. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And I came to find out that a lot of the stuff that I liked is because he liked. Mm-hmm. Um just so he can show me that love affection that I needed from my dad. And when I came to CFNI, God was like, hey, you need to find your identity in me. So he just started stripping me down of everything that I thought I liked to like, hey, you don't really like this. You only like it because your dad likes it. And I started, you know, to figure out who I was in God because I was just focused on him the whole time. Wow, wow that's that, good. That's that preaches, and I think, yeah. I think that's why I wanted you to be the very first one because I think you have a really cool story, and I know, I don't know, I just find a lot of inspiration behind you, and obviously your wife Misha, and just like how you both trust in the Lord so much, and you don't let your earthly flesh like get in the way of that you stand strong in your faith and you stay strong in your lord and it just shows in like your marriage and like all these testimonies that you have so i think it's just i don't know you're just freaking awesome man i Thanks. like Good yeah dude. i truly Peace. there's not a lot of people like you and i think you're the man um so you will not get me to cry though <laughs> <laughs> challenge accepted <laughs> um no. 
But what is so you didn't finish CFNI? Did you just find like a full time job? Well, many of the reasons was like finances was in there, mm-hmm. and at the time I was like, I know I have to marry Misha, and I want to make that my priority. Yeah. So I was like. Let me put a hold. So, where did you meet Misha? Oh, yeah. You didn't say that. That's what, Misha. yeah, that's she's the thing. Mail order bride or what? Yeah, what, what happened there? Was she it just, by spring or what? Like, we, we met at a taco shop. That's romantic. Okay. Got, All right. All right. Yeah. Now we're talking. At Fox's Tacos. Never Ooh. been. Um, I've heard good things, but I've never been. It's not that good anymore. Uh-huh. Yes, yeah, it's actually not. Yeah, it went down. Way to ruin yeah. my party. <laughs> Anyways. So, I met, her, I met her there. Um, she introduced herself to me. Um, shot her shot. Yeah, I know. she's like, "Hey, Dang. I like this Mexican. I'm going." Yeah. Ooh, Ooh. All right, okay. Um, and the rest was history, dude. Um, that's how we became friends, and then Snapchat and. Oof, all right. Snapchat. <laughs> okay. Snapchat, okay. Snapchat is old, by the way. I, I yeah, don't even have Snapchat, have Snapchat anymore. anymore. Yeah. Nope. Yeah. It's gone. And then. Um, R.I.P. Yeah. Yeah. Hey. Okay. So, question. Right. This. You could speak for a about it for like a couple of seconds is like how do you know Misha was the one or you, you know they've asked though. me this before and I don't know how to explain it but you just know she's the one God. like mm-hmm. you know yeah like my dad married my mom I think three months knowing her when you know you know and I guess like it runs that runs in the family and it's yeah. just like hey when you know you know there's there's I don't know. You just, I, I don't know how to explain it. It's just like, when you know, you know. Ooh, I'm going to cry. Just kidding. I'm a man. Oh Monster gosh. trucks. Um, okay. <laughs> Wrestling. I, I see a tear. I see a tear. So you I get see married. You, was there ever a point in this process of leaving C- or stopping CFNI, focusing on getting married with Misha and that you just, was there ever like a, down point because it sounds like it was just a freaking out of a movie but was there ever like a point of like ah, i don't i think i might have made the wrong decision you're doubting yourself or maybe she's not ready maybe you're not ready oh before oh. we even got married oh uh-huh. um so before we got married we decided yeah we're, let's do this because when we even started talking the goal was always marriage not let's date to, to see where this is going to take us yeah mm-hmm. It was the goal was like, hey, we're gonna get married if we're gonna start talking from day one. Yeah. Wow. wow, that's good. So you have a carne asada taco in your hand. You said, hey, if we're doing this, we're getting married at the end of this. Well, not. And then you cheers your taco. Basically, I yeah. Knew it. <laughs> yeah. Romantic right there. And so when I I asked her to marry me, she's like, yeah, but what about school? And I was like, we'll figure it out. Um, during that process, when we're like, hey, I won't be able to pay for CFNI this semester, it's like, let's just focus on getting married. Let's move up the wedding. And basically every month, we had a financial setback. We had wow. to either pay for something and her car broke, or we got our car towed. So that's like another $300 that we have to pay. Yeah. Wow. And our friend stayed over at, our, uh, at the apartment we have to pay for that tow and oh my god just money setback yeah. after setback to setback it's like <clears throat> man are we supposed to get married because we're just getting all these signals that we like financial yeah, yeah financially struggling financially gave you like fear of the future 
would you say? Yeah, yeah, especially yeah. as a guy. Like, yeah. scare, scare, it's scary to think like man i can't provide for my wife yeah because mm-hmm. we're always having this financial setbacks i don't know what the future holds you know yeah yeah but i think because you stayed faithful you and misha stayed faithful i think you both can say that you've reaped oh i mean definitely. you have a really cute kid yeah he's, yeah. he's pretty he's yeah. cute oh he's cute. man I, he's cute. Baby. I could put him in my pocket all day but i want to switch gears i want to kind of you have a really romantic story and i really like it but i want to talk about how our friendship like it's just i was talking i think i was talking to you andrew about just how we all met and how like i don't want to use the word organically because that's a weird word but mm-hmm. or- it did it did happen like yeah that. we just yeah i don't even remember when like we all we had a youth meeting it was, it was then? before that i think it was before that we Whoa. had we you guys came over to our house to the pool that's when it, it all started bingo bango that's it yeah and we went to Kings after. Yeah. We did. Oh, yeah. That's when. Yeah. yeah. It was, was over the, the summer. It was over the summer. Yeah. Yeah, it was over the summer. Look at Kane's bringing us together. Know, Kane's right? in swimming. But I guess I'm speaking for myself because obviously I don't know how it impacted you guys. But I remember moving back to Dallas. I think I touched on this on our last episode. But I literally had no community. I had I knew people from high school, but I just didn't feel like. That was where I needed to be. I didn't want to mm-hmm. go back into people. Already, you know, I wanted to build a new community. I already had a community in Oklahoma that pushed me in the right direction, and I just wanted to continue to build on that. And so, like, church hopped, hung out just at home, just kind of allowing the Lord to work in me before I made any vast decision. Because I knew if I if I did it by myself, I would probably being a hooligan or something like that and so when i started coming to hope city even before that i was praying like just give me a couple good friends around me that will push me and do life with me and obviously nothing happened i met deanna things were going good and then i guess that i was still like I can't hang out with her all the time. As much as I enjoy, I still need like, you know, the bro time, the guy time. Yeah. Yeah. Let's Mm -hmm. talk football or whatever it is. And I was like, and so I started getting down. I was like, man, maybe I got to figure something out. And so I kept getting involved in church just to get around people. And then, yeah, we went to Cane's and I, I thoroughly remember going home after one of our outings and just thinking like, wow, like this is, I prayed for this. I prayed about this, and boom, here it happened. And I think that's why it happened so organically because it was supposed to happen. I know everyone says that. I know everyone yeah. says, "Ooh, it was meant to be." Well, yeah. I truly think like it was because in ECIE, I have someone that I can look up to as like a spiritual, this is really spiritual brother. I have a brother, but like yeah, yeah, I get, I get, yeah, I get what and saying. then like an older brother, and then I see Andrew as like my sweet little younger brother who knows things that I don't know and I can still learn from him, but at the same time I can teach him stuff. And same mm-hmm. thing with Isai, but it's just like cool to be able to hear Isai's heart and be like, wow, I, I struggled with that too. I struggled with doubt because financially after college, I wasn't where I needed to be. I was supposed to get a degree and go get a good job. Well, that didn't yeah. happen. And here I am. You yeah. know what I mean? So I think it's, 
don't know about you guys, but it definitely was an answered prayer to be able to have this community, and it definitely pushes me to be a better version of myself every single day, knowing that even if I'm having a rough one, I know I'm 4-0 this week, and that's yeah. cool, but like when I go 4-1, and one, on that one, I know like I can text in our sweet group. They're going to yeah. make me chuckle. You might make me cry because I'm laughing so hard, but it's just I'm really thankful, and I'm very appreciative of how this all worked out. Sorry for rambling. Yeah. No, like, I, I think the one thing that caught me was the part where you said you prayed for it. Honestly, I've been in your shoe of praying for friends that I could be myself because yeah. I, I had I a had couple friends before who were either going on the wrong path and I was getting on that path with them, mm -hmm. which at the same time I was like, this is something's not right here, but I used to pray. I'm like, God, give me f good friends. Give me I friends mean, that I could trust, you know? Yeah. Give me friends that are from you. Mm. And I think this friendship, like, we're just like ourselves with each other. Yeah. You know, like, I can call one of you guys or text one of you guys, uh, text, you, text in the group and just rant about stuff that I've been going through. And I don't see any judgment between y'all, but all I see is advice or y'all take it and listen and you'll just, you know, make the day or make the time yeah. more joyful yeah. and happy and i i think that's one of the main things is praying and this is kind of like a this is actually a god's answer i mean it's our answer prayer mm -hmm. that god gave it to us so i think that's honestly it's a divine plan you said something interesting that's funny you s talking about you could be yourself i think it goes back to what he said you said about fitting in mm -hmm. and how like when we're in those certain groups we wanted to be like we want to be like this person or that person because we thought that was cool mm -hmm. but it's even cooler when we can be ourselves and like our different personalities mesh and it just you see from afar like wow those are three really good friends and they're all from different walks of life yeah. instead of like oh i grew up with him 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 and him which is fine but this is a whole new thing. I'm getting to learn about India. I'm getting to learn about Mexican. <laughs> I guess El Paso. I'm just learning, and that's all yeah. I want to do. And it's because we just met, and we just started yeah. hanging out, and we just trusted that this friendship was going to be something. And I think it's just great. Yeah, it's just yeah. wonderful, and I'm yeah. thoroughly loving this friendship. And I'm so happy that Isai came on this podcast. I'm glad we started this podcast. I know, I ramble a lot. All right, Isai, so I have one question before we could end this is, um, what is the one advice you'll give to like young teenagers about making friends and- like The importance of like community. Yeah, the importance of that. Yeah, um, that's kind of a hard question because we're still trying to figure out who we are. Mm -hmm. um, and I guess finding the right church. Um, not to brag on Hope City, but this is where like community is built, and like yeah. Yeah, where true. you find people mm -hmm. that are going through the same stuff. And like you can be any anywhere. You can find a great church anywhere, but I think the biggest thing is just finding a good church where people accept you, and you're just you find somebody there. Yeah. I think that's being patient in the process that's to true. kind of piggyback off what he said to 
it may not be the very first church you walk into. It might not be the very first like young adult group you go to or church hangout you go to. Mm -hmm. But I think if you stick with the process, trust that the Lord is going to surround you with those people. Mm -hmm. Then there's light in that. There's light in that stage because we've talked about it's hard. It's hard being a 19, 20, 21 young adult and figuring out, okay, I got to figure out what I want to do with my life, how I'm going to do it. People to encourage me to do that. And no matter how many podcasts or motivational speakers you listen to, there's nothing better than having a handful of people or a church behind you to just give you that next little push shove, yep. nice little push to take you over that hump. Because I know firsthand doing it by yourself I'm sure you guys can test doing it by yourself and not trusting the Lord or trusting the people that you surround yourself with. You yep. get nowhere. You might get somewhere a little bit, but it's nowhere compared to what could be. Yeah. yeah if that makes yeah. sense. That's true. I also think like if you're from 18 to let's say what? 25. 25. And you haven't found a good church to go to. Don't let yourself be influenced by by the people around you that are not going to church. Ooh, I, I feel that's like true. That's true. I feel like that's like a big, big, big issue where, mm-hmm. yeah. you know, you're trying to live the Christian life, but then you see your friends partying yeah. and, you know, just having a good time. And that's very, to the human eye, is very attractive. I can it's say tempting. it's like, it's really, really tempting yeah. to go out there and be like, Man, it's it's hard being a Christian, and I see them, and they're just having a good time the whole time. Yeah. And I think if you view it like that, then you're just thinking of a Christian life being a boring life. Kind yeah. of giving yeah. yourself a uh, way out. Exactly. Instead of, like, facing yeah. it and be like, you know yeah. what? Let me pull, put on my big boy pants and let me battle through this season. I call mm-hmm. it a season. Um, but, man... Once you get those people around you, the hard times in life become easier. Get so much easier, yeah. true, even though true. Yeah. you might be struggling, you might be limping into your job or limping into church. There's going to be people behind you just pick you up and give you that extra little step. And I yeah. think I took something out of this conversation. I took same, same a yeah. lot knowing that even though I think we have a great relationship, and I know we do, I can't wait to for it to continue to grow and we're able to pull more people in, get more community, more fellowship and be able to impact lives. Yeah. Um, so yeah, man, that's, I think that's good. Let's honestly. end on that. That's yeah. a top of the line. Yeah. Ending. All right. So we, uh, we didn't ask Isai this one question though, is what's his favorite food? Ooh, food. Oh, grub food. Dub dub. Um, it's a Mexican dish. Um, my mom, I think Come on. my mom makes it the best. Mm hmm. It's um, Chile Colorado okay. with some Mexican. From Colorado? Rice. No, not from Colorado. Oh, All right. Okay. Okay. Um, <laughs> All right, bro. Mexican rice and some uh, refried beans. Mm. All right. Come on. So it's like this like chopped up pork mm. and some red sauce. Mm. That looks, that and my good. mom, like, my not My mouth's watering. Yeah. <laughs> my mom makes the best Chile Colorado. Oh. I can't go anywhere and be like, this is not like my mom's, you know? Yeah. You tell yeah. Mama Miranda that you got two hungry friends in Dallas that would love nothing more to eat. Chile Colorado. Yep. Chile Colorado. <laughs> <laughs> yep, yep. 
That's all wow. I know. Mm. And yours is Budega, right? Whatever it oh is. Oh my in gosh, India? it's called Briani. Hey, hold up. Yeah, speaking of which, we what? didn't ask you what's your favorite food, right? I don't mm, eat yeah. I don't eat food. <laughs> Whatever. Just kidding. <laughs> um like my last meal type yes, thing. Yes. Your last like meal. Like you're 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 hungry and you're craving all these things, but Just you like a little snack? You you'll mm. go for that no matter what. Oh, no matter what. No matter what, yeah. My last meal of all time. Yeah, what's yeah. going? Ri- medium rare ribeye steak, loaded baked potato, and some creamy mac and cheese, and a nice little Brussels sprout dish. Huge mm. fan of Brussels sprouts now. They're the green of my life, I guess. All right. Okay. 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 But just on the daily, and it's nothing special. Any noodle dish, pho, pad thai. Mm-hmm. Call them my name. But okay. yeah. Okay. All right. So yeah, that is my go-to dish. Um, I guess we're finished here. Isai, thank you so much for thank coming you, and imparting your me. wisdom on us. I know mm-hmm. I got a lot out of tonight, and I'm excited for tomorrow. Um, I hope everyone that listened got something out of this, and we can end your week on a high note. So thank you for listening, and we will see you next week. <laughs> <laughs>